Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joined, as always, by Tyler. How you doing, buddy? I am doing well. How is all the cool cats and kittens out there doing? Oh, uh, cool cats and... Are you... Hmm. <laughs> have you not been... Uh, do you not know this? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I might know, uh, but if you say it, but I I have no idea right now. Tiger King on oh, Netflix. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen some people have been watching. I haven't watched it. Oh my god, dude, it's insane. It's one of those stories that you just you literally cannot believe that it's real, but it's real. These people were real, and they're fucking crazy. And and one of the the so the the whole things. You know, Joe Exotic, if you heard of that name. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I've been hearing it. I've absorbed it through the internet. Yeah, he he's kind of the main one, but they focus on a couple other people that just basically have, you know, these zoos with big cats, like tigers, lions, cheetahs, all sorts of shit. And it's just, it is totally insane. And one of the people, Carol Baskins... Uh, that's, they, they have a clip of her, like, addressing, uh, her Facebook followers, and that's what she calls them, cool cats and kittens. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah, I think I've absorbed enough from, uh, just other people watching it and talking about it that I don't need to watch that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It sounds I, I like, like it. you know, from from what I've seen of people posting about it, it sounds like what happens when rednecks watch anime at a young age, and then they decide yeah. they want to write their own anime. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically anime. Like it, it's so absurd. I could not imagine being in a cage with a giant tiger or lion or whatever. Hmm. I just couldn't do it. Like, there, there's a scene where one of them is literally driving down the road with a tiger in his passenger seat. No way. No way. You know, I can't imagine it. it, but in that imaginative state, I die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a... It's a wild, wild fucking story. And it's honestly... It's, it's not really... It's not really anything about, like... Well, let me let me back up. It's more about the people than the animals a lot of times and, and the people kind of going after each other. There's like a whole community of these people. And it's it's just completely insane. I just can't even believe it's real. Yeah, from what but I've heard, is. none of those people are good people. <laughs> oh, yeah. None of them are good, like, at all. Uh, and they, they all try to make themselves believe that they are good. Uh, but they are not at all. So it's interesting. I mean, when you're sitting around and and you need something to do during these quarantine times, this is certainly an interesting story to watch to distract yourself because it's it's unreal. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, I was confused because I, I was talking about my cats the other day. I, I, I wasn't sure if you're talking about them. They're catching mice. I think they've caught like three or four mice within the past week. Wow, which is which is pretty good, uh, all things told. Um, yeah, but also mice. Yeah, 
Why is there mice everywhere? Well, <laughs> you know the area I live in. There's yeah, farms yeah. and stuff. There, there's going to be mice around. It's just you yeah. expect them to be out in the field and at this point when the weather's warmed up and not in the house. They usually yeah. come in the house when it gets cold. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, they, hopefully of... they've learned their lesson. Uh, they usually catch yeah. the mice. Occasionally they'll kill them, but even if they don't, I can usually grab it by the tail. We got this outside cat. Who just gobbles at those fuckers up like oh my god wow this dude uh he's like he's ancient he's for an outside cat he's like 14 years old wow that's that's pretty old for a cat that's lived outside his whole life yeah i'd say um he just fucking gobbles those fuckers up like i don't i think he, the last one i gave him he just fucking ate it in like two bites yeah, wow, it's like crazy. Yeah, I, I'm. I've always been curious what mine would be like with a mouse. I mean, you saw what it was like with a bird yeah, it, that got in the yeah, house. It was gonna. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it would have uh, killed and eaten that bird. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, uh, I've always been curious, but at the same time, I don't, I don't want any mice in my house. I saw she fucking killed a ladybug. Okay. The other day, and I'm like, "Hey, that's not nice," but whatever, man. Yeah, she fucked bugs. it up. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. My cats kill spiders all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's this is what we're talking about this week. <laughs> These strange <laughs> times. Uh, yeah. Uh, things just you know. We haven't seen it get better yet. <laughs> no. Uh, currently, there is. I, I'm sure you've heard of it. We have here in Pennsylvania. We've got to wear masks now. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a thing. I mean, you know, that's a thing that I wonder if uh, people were telling the truth, we would have been doing earlier, and you know, it wouldn't have gotten as bad as it has. But you know, you got to do what you can. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird, man. Just going to the grocery store. Yeah, I remember. And like, it is just intense. Yeah. It's so intense to be at the grocery store now. <laughs> yeah, the thing about it is, I remember like not even three weeks ago, the CDC was like, "Hey, healthy people don't wear masks," and now they've yeah. all fucking changed their damn minds because they're idiots. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking too good, but. You know, hopefully, I don't know. You, you want to think that we're like in the hardest weeks right now, but I feel like there's going to be several more of those weeks. I mean, if you look at what's happening in Italy with hundreds of people dying every day, we haven't even reached the, the peak as it was there. No, definitely not. I'm not saying hundreds of people have to die a day for us to get over the hump, but like... Yeah. Considering how little we've prepared, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if something like that happens. Yeah, it's it's sad. Uh, is Italy, though, because I've, uh, over this past weekend, I've tried to not really look into too much of this stuff because it's just so depressing. Um, like, are some of these countries, like Italy and Spain, are they still going up in terms of, like... Uh, or, or is like is the number of their new cases going down? I guess is what I, I'm I think to it's. Ask. Well, 
I'm not sure. Like, it's it's hard to tell because you don't know, like, what the level of testing is at the moment. Like, yeah. sometimes you might just have cases not reported. Um, right. If, if testing isn't as extensive. So, I'm not sure. I, I think the cases have leveled out a bit. Like, it hasn't it hasn't really gone up or down. But that yeah. that's the last I read. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's the thing with the testing, too. It's just so... Uh, where it's so strange to me like um there's a, a couple metal bands i like and they were all on tour at the same time in italy in, in just europe in general but italy especially when italy started to get hit really hard uh back in like february yeah or whatever uh and then you know they they flew home and they even like canceled their Italy Italy dates and everything too. But they flew home, and a couple of the band members and their crew members on the tour got coronavirus. But they are literally by the time they got their test results back, they were all feeling better. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, gonna, it's just it's, it's gonna hit crazy. People different differently. Like it's yeah. One of them, one of the band's drummers, though, ended up in the ICU in a coma for twelve days. But he's on the mend now, which which is good to hear. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, and then the even scarier thing is that there are reports out of China that reinfection might be a thing. Yeah, it might be mutating to the point where uh, just because you got it doesn't mean you can't get it again. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, which is crazy. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to just. Even even if cases start going down, all that stuff, it's still I feel going to be weird uh, for a long time until there is some sort of vaccine developed. Mm. Yeah, it's we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Let's. I I would hope not, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's. Um. Hmm. Well, the news is going to dip into that, but before before we. Uh, before we dive headfirst into the impact of coronavirus on the games industry, let's uh, let's talk about some some stuff we played. Do you play anything good? To keep your mind off all this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, once again, it's kind of another week for me of playing nothing but F one twenty nineteen and Doom Eternal. Um, so I'll just start with F one twenty nineteen. I kind of can't stop playing this game. And this game is fucking really good. Yeah. Uh, you think <laughs> if you played it last year, you w- it would have been on a list? Uh, I think so. I definitely think so. Um, and, and I had that thought this year with F120. Like, do they put that out? Is there going to be an F1 the season? The plan is to put that I don't know, out man. It's going to be weird. Uh, um, yeah, the plan is to put the, that game out with the original schedule. Uh, that's that's the last news. Okay. Out of Codemasters on that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but anyways, um, been been playing a lot of that. I'm up to. I'm on the Gr- German Grand Prix. Is my next one. Um, so I think I'm on round eleven out of twenty one. Um, I'm only doing fifty percent races, but it's still, still. I mean, a, a race takes a while. Uh, You're to still get done. playing more even... than I, I am. That like that's that's for sure. Like I might be doing a hundred percent races, but you are doing more racing than me. <laughs> yeah, by, by a long shot. Yeah, definitely. And so, uh, gosh, 
I survived Monaco, which was good. Came away with a podium there. And, you know, I think the spectacle of Monaco is cool, but overall I think it's kind of a boring track. And I know that might not be a popular opinion amongst F1 enthusiasts. Um, but it's just, you know, I feel like you're just so locked into place uh, on that track. It's so hard to pass. And it kind of comes down to strategy over any, any everything. Yeah, it's yeah. So, you have to qualify well there to get anything out yeah. of it. Yep, definitely. So, came away third there, Monaco, and then uh, I think the next race is Spain, and this was the worst race for me in 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 a specific way that I'm going to tell this story, and you're going to just put you know shake your head at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking pissed at myself. So I like Spain a lot. I like that track. It's it's a fun track to race on. There's a lot of good opportunities to pass and and all that. And uh, I had a pretty solid car. I forget where I qualified. I think I might have qualified second or third for something like that. Up up front, um, Lewis Hamilton got out front, and I slowly started to chase him down. Uh, but I was still like maybe two and a half seconds behind him uh when the first pit stop happened came out of the pits and i was like i had a really good stop i was right on his ass we were also catching some slower cars that haven't pit yet and i finally passed him and so now i have the lead i'm fucking i i'm flying now that i'm on new tires and i have have the lead and i think i built up like a three and a half second lead then we get a full course uh Caution! Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We got a full course caution at the time when I was supposed to do my last pit stop. And I wasn't thinking. And my uh, the, my crew came up to me and was like, pit this lap, pit this lap. At like the last second, under caution. So everybody pit except for me. So now I am going to i'm gonna have to there's go there's at least one more lap basically and i'm like okay i'll i'll just i'll pit when we get back around everybody's still going to be under yellow i'll still fall back but at least when we restart i'll be right there and i can at least get up as far as i can um get back around and i fucked up getting into the pits again what and I, I it was one of those things where you get into the pits I, I think you can change this into the settings but at least what i have like you get into the pits and then you don't control the car anymore yeah like it just kind of goes for you pulls into the pit your pit lane for you uh i thought that i was in that animation already and so my car started drifting away from the pit entrance and i completely fucking missed it and i was like you gotta be kidding me so now I had to pit under green, went from first to nineteenth, but I changed I changed my tire so I could I'm just like I'm gonna gamble and I went on a much faster tire when everyone else was on hard tires and I was able to get all the way back up to seventh. But it was just so frustrating because that was nothing that was just one hundred percent on me. Like that was a total win that I had and uh, like just in the bag, I was gonna win that fucking race, and then I blew it. Uh, yeah, God. that was frustrating. But but that's a, that's just game. I cannot uh, imagine myself doing that ever. 
Like, that's, yeah, I know. That's one of those that, like, oh my, you, you got to shake your head at it. Yeah, I know. Afterwards, I just shook my head. I'm like, I can't believe that fucking happened. Um, so then, yeah, I'm not gonna go over over everyone, but uh, France, France was a lot of fun. Just constant back and forth between me, Hamilton, and Botas. I ended up winning that race. Uh, and in this, this is where the AI in this game, when you turn it up on higher difficulties, is so interesting um, because. I ended up being on a total different strategy than than Lewis Hamilton, uh, and Botas was a little bit more with me. But Lewis Hamilton totally went a different way, where he only pit once the whole race. I pit twice, but I was putting on faster tires, and he was on hard tires. Um, so he got out with a huge lead after the last pit stop, and I was I was. Chasing him down by about half a second a lap. Um, and then the rain hit. And I finally caught him when the rain hit. But I also changed my fuel settings uh, so that I could just burn more fuel. So I don't, you know, I'm not bogged down with that stuff. And I I kind of forgot about it a little bit. So I was running uh, below like I, I had, I, I was like, I forget, I was just barely short of a complete lap. It was just a little bit. And I even put it back on lean to try to gain back as much as I could. But it was like the last lap or two that I was like, oh, fuck, I got to switch that. Um, and I, I just wasn't thinking. So I finally got the lead. The rain hit. It's just sliding around like crazy because I'm not on rain tires. And then literally coming down that front stretch towards the finish line, I ran out of fucking gas and ended up, I was just at the right spot where I ran out of gas and I was able to just put the correct block on Lewis Hamilton and won the race. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, so that that was a fun race. Um, and then the last one I did was uh, Britain which was kind of, I was kind of disappointed. That was one of those races where I felt like I was racing so fucking hard. And then, you know, you, you through every sector, you, you see how the gap between you, the car in front and the car behind it. And I was literally falling further behind the car in front of me. I'm like, how? Like, I feel like I'm just fucking balling uh, right now. Uh, but then by the time I caught them, it was just a little too little too late. I think I finished sixth, uh, and then I I just had a bad pit stop too. It was frustrating, but what a game! Yeah, what a fucking game! I love it so much. I I told myself I'm gonna stop playing it for a week or two, uh, just because I I've been playing it so much, and honestly, I want to finish Doom and and play a couple other things. But I love it. Have you played any any of this game? Yeah, I, I did one Grand Prix. Uh... <laughs> Uh, 100% race on uh, Baku. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun. I qualified fourth and ended up winning that race. Uh, got nice. got rainy towards the end, and uh, yeah, I, I managed to stretch out my first two stints to the point where the last tire I put on was my rain tire, and I only had two stops. So, yeah, <coughs> it, it was good. Nice. I, I enjoy that track a bit. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, but... There are certain things about it that frustrate me because I'm not good at tuning cars. Hmm. 
I don't. I couldn't quite. Uh, I wasn't hitting my rev limiter on the start finish straight where you probably should towards the end of that. Like I was managing to get up to eighth gear, but I wasn't really climbing up eighth gear in any yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. I, I like that that a lot. There was an. I, I think we talked about it last night. There was an awesome moment down that start finish straight. Uh, it was three wide with me, Vettel, and Hamilton. Uh, Vettel and I were passing Hamilton uh, with DRS, and I broke later into the turn one and went out on the outside around uh, Sebastian, and that was mm. Mm. yeah, satisfying when those things happen. Yeah, and then also just to be on the opposite side of that, where you're out front and you're like, I'm gonna get fucking just dogged down this front, you know, down this stretch. And then you get like split, even though you're trying to put a little block on or whatever. And, and, and it's, it's amazing that even if you try to put a little bit of a block that the AI will just keep driving down as far as they feel that they can go to get around you. Like they'll use the whole fucking track. Yeah. And then also like if you're trying to even break the draft too, like they'll, they'll be right on your ass. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing feeling when that happens. Yeah. And, like, it's also really terrifying when they get in front of you, like, right before a high-speed turn and you lose all that downforce because <laughs> yeah. they, they just they just bring their car out in front of you in it. Mm. Yeah. I uh, I also, during the Monaco race, which, which I'm so thankful that this was the race that this happened uh because of just how monaco is my gearbox started to go yeah, that's that's the one um, that's that's the race where uh like it's the last race you have to do on that first gearbox yep yep so it, my gearbox started to go and and i definitely was not having the power that i needed and wasn't shifting 100% right, but because it's Monaco and there's not a lot of really fast sections, um, it kind of worked in my favor a little bit because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's mostly, you know, a lot of tight tight corners and a lot of precision, so it kind of worked out, but it's, it's, it is pretty cool when you have to get into that sort of stuff uh, in managing your engine. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. What a game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I I have played more Doom Eternal. I am on. I have not done the mission, but I I got the message that, um, you know, there's no turning back. Basically, uh, not returning to the Fortress of Doom uh, until the game is over. So I forget what it's called. Ne- Necroval or yeah, Necroval. The mission. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's where I'm at. Um, you know, not not too much to say i feel right now it's kind of the same feelings like some of these levels are just fucking long and they're not not super exciting in certain spots and you you find yourself just zoning out a little bit more than you need to um but i mean there's been some cool boss fights um for sure and then some of these slayer gates dude are just so much fun the best part of this game for sure yeah um, some of the, on some of these later levels, um, and some of the enemies later on, I'm blanking on the name of the enemy, but it's the guy with the shield, and if you shoot him, he puts his shield up, and you basically have, and he has like an axe, the Marauder, yes, dude, fuck those guys, 
They they make me so mad. I, out of every enemy, I am awful at fighting these guys, and it's not really a timing thing. I just I feel like the, you know I I his eyes flash green and I shoot him, but for some reason I'm it's like not registering, and it's just I don't know. It's weird, but fuck those guys. Um. So yeah, I, I'm gonna probably finish that game. That's gonna be my focus this week to finish it before. Final Fantasy comes out, so maybe we can talk a little more spoiler stuff about it next week. But have you played Doom Eternal? Yeah, I finished it last night at about uh, 3 a.m. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I cooled off at after the last two levels. Really? Because... For a couple of reasons. Because once you get like about halfway through the second-to-last level... You kind of understand where this is going and what the final confrontation is going to be, and everything in between that is feels like work and doesn't feel like a game. Mm. There's so much. There's, the platforming gets up its own ass towards the end. Yeah. Um, and God, the fact that they even have a level leading to the last boss fight when you know what the final boss is, it's it's just annoying. Like. I want to fight this thing, and you're telling me I have to go through this whole level to get to that, and it's like mm-hmm. it's obvious what the what it's going to be. Um, yeah, it just felt unnecessary, and like it, it felt like padding to me. Yeah, I can see that. What What's your thoughts on the uh, the buff totems? Eh, they're kind of lame. Yeah, I agree. I like it. It takes like. That, that like your initial uh, approach to that to that combat arena is oh I got to go find this thing rather than let's yeah. kill some shit. Exactly, it's it's like not a very good thing. I feel it's it's just more distracting and not a fun way, especially when you uh, when you later in the game with the whole archive dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're you know it's just it's just not fun with with the buff totems. Like every time I run into one of those things, I'm like yeah. Do we have to do this? I really don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I. So yeah. I, overall, I, I really liked it. I I I liked the last boss battle. I. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely weird. I, the the boss battle in the second to last level fucking sucks ass. Oh, it really? is the worst thing I've ever played in a Doom game. Hmm. Like in terms of just. It's not fun to fight, or is it hard, or what? Well, it's hard. They do the thing of... I'm not going to spoil what the final boss battle is, but there's a mechanic where they can make the floor... basically make the floor uh, hurt you. Um, Mm. And you have to go to a different section of the arena. And yeah, it's... It's bad. And the fodder enemies it gives you at that moment aren't really good for... uh, like it's they're they're just a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't know. It's yeah, it's my least favorite boss battle in a Doom game. And I've played mm. quite a few Doom games. I think the only one I haven't played is Doom 64. Uh well, yeah, there there's an opportunity to play yeah, that game. Yeah, yeah, I I do have Doom 64. <laughs> I haven't downloaded it yet, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could play that. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's, yeah. Just maybe not uh, my favorite game this year. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what actually comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah, we'll definitely talk about more of that later. I, I, I feel... I, I certainly like it so far, and, you know, I, I need to finish this, and maybe I'll, I'll have the same feeling uh, by the time I finish it, as you have, but, like, it, it's a good game. I It's just not as, uh, I don't know, it's just not as exciting as Doom 2016, but maybe Doom 2016 was just kind of lightning in a bottle sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. Go and play more of it. Uh, we played some Call of Duty last night. Yeah, we did. That was fun. That was. Oh yeah, that was a that was a damn good time. Had some weird uh, matchmaking party issues yeah, with all cross, the crossplay yeah, stuff. Cross platform friends lists weren't working exactly right. Yeah, to the point where like you had to delete me and then add me. And then you could join me, yeah. Because uh, we were having some weird connectivity issues when I joined you. Like you were getting into matches, but I wasn't coming with you, and it was weird. But it seemed to work fine once we got that fixed. Um, but yeah, that that game's great. It's a double XP weekend right now. I feel I, this is the last weekend in season two. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and there, there was like a free bundle. You can get like ten battle pass levels and all this stuff. You want that? But uh, played a new map. Uh, what, what was it called? Kark. Oh man, what was that map called? Kharkov's Hideout. Kandor, I think it's Kandor Hideout. Kandor Hideout. Yes, yes. Um, which was a fine map. I mean, there's some interesting locations to to fight in. Uh, but you know. Like you said last night when we were playing. I mean, it's a Call of Duty map. Um, And I feel, even though... Even if you're comparing it to the other maps in this game, uh, it's... It just didn't seem that exciting to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Uh, Yeah, it was a very generic, hey, this is a Call of Duty map. These are the things that we do in a Call of Duty map. We have these lanes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm down for new maps, and, you know, we talked about last week, there's supposedly more maps coming to Season 3, but, uh, so that was fun to play. Uh, didn't really get the playlist that we were playing in. Uh, what was it called, like? Oh, God. Uh, it was like, shoot em up, stay inside, or something? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it was something yeah. themed around the whole quarantine <laughs> situation, which, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if that's, that's the right move, but, yeah. uh. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what that was all about either. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was fun. We we also played. Uh, they had a, a special gunfight three v three snipers only, which was a fun time uh, and, and pretty pretty dumb. There's a lot of weapons that they cycle through. Some that may or may not classify as sniper rifles, but it was still fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. I was using the crossbow a lot when we were playing out of, outside yeah. of that mode, too. Um, yeah, I, I like the crossbow. It's funny. Yeah, I, that's the first time I used the crossbow in, in that, and I definitely want to uh, start using that more because it's, it's an interesting weapon. Um, I wish they had 3v3 gunfight going all the time, though. Yeah. I, I feel like it's it's in it's just a perfect game mode. To, to play with two other people um and they, they always have 2v2 but i wish they wish they would do 3v3 
it's like a standard thing. But uh, then we ended up playing Warzone. Um, and really, we only played one. I mean, we played two matches, I think. But it, the, the first one did not end very well. No, in, not at all. <laughs> and uh, But the match that we ended up really playing went really, really well. Uh, and we ended up finish. What did we finish? Fifth. fifth. Yeah, fifth. Which I think that match was nearly full too, yeah. with full with 150 players. So I, you know, I felt pretty good about it. Plus we, uh, what what you had like nine kills, I think, and then I think I had three, and Keith had two. So we we were taking some dudes out. Yeah, we were we were hunting people down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the one one time when we were going through that area with with the trees, just like hunting those guys down. That that was that was fun. Uh, I I really like that game mode. It's it grows on me more and more. Mm-hmm. The more that I play it, I just don't think I would play it solo. That's the only thing for me. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Uh, I like the the gulag is great. I like it. Yeah, I I like it mostly because. Almost every time I've been in the gulag, it's been a pistols fight, and I fucking dominate pistols fights. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting mechanic. They they also changed the pinging to L1, which uh, I think works a lot better. Yeah. You don't have um, to take your thumb off the uh, off the left stick. Yeah. Definitely. So, like that a lot, and... Uh, which allows you to communicate a lot better. Um, but man, that gets very intense at the end. I mean, especially when the circle's a pretty small size and you look up and it's like, oh, there's still 50 players left. Yeah. This is going to get fucking wild. And then then it, it really gets gets pretty crazy when you get down to it. And, and it... So, uh, I mean, I didn't know this, but I guess when you're down to... The last handful of players, the circle just continually gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, it seemed like, uh, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's it. Yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. I want to play it more. Uh, I just wish we uh, our schedules aligned so we could play it more often. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that's all with that. Then you and I ended up playing some Apex to end the night. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, which was fun. So, yeah. I think that's all that I have. I mean, been playing some Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. So, that game's fun. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I finished the IndyCar Championship in Project Cars 2. Uh, Are you the champion? Yes, I, I am the champion. Nice. Um, yeah. It. And now I'm going to move on to other motorsport disciplines within that because, uh, you know what, F1 2019, that's my open wheel thing that I'm going to do. I, I should yeah. race other kinds of cars and project cars too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with the touring car series. Those are Renault series, uh, Clio, the, you know, those little hatchbacks, Renault Clios. Yep. Yeah. going to do that series. Um, Sweet. And then other things I've been playing. Well, I've been playing Total War Three Kingdoms on PC. Uh, that, that's been fun. You just finished a long battle, you said. Yeah. Oh, God. So what happened? So 
I was I was laying siege to this town. All right. I was trying to starve them out in the winter. Yeah. And then they had a reinforcing army come around the back, and I had to fight. Uh, I had to do a fight outside the town before the siege, and before I took over the town. So yeah, that was a fight in the snow. Everyone's moving very slowly. I met, and it projected me to lose that fight. Ooh. I managed to get into a good position on a, along a tree line as they were entering the battlefield. I could see where they were entering the battlefield from, so I hid my units in the trees, and once they got in range, my archers just fucking laid a hail of arrows, and then I had my cal- cavalry uh, come out and flank them. It was good. Wow. It was a bloodbath, though. We both came... <laughs> We, I came in with uh, thirteen hundred troops. They came in with uh, twelve. Well, no, they came in with uh, twelve hundred initially, with seven hundred coming in as reinforcement. Reinforcements. So I was outnumbered uh, with the reinforcements mm-hmm. coming in. But yeah, that initial slaughter turned the tide in my battle. But it was a long fight. Like I had to use my general's special abilities. Uh, one of my generals won a duel with an opposing general. No. Uh, but yeah, it's it is a fantastic game. Uh, I know you like I know you like the Dynasty Warriors. Used to, yeah. I haven't really played one recently, but yeah. I, I but mean, yeah, I've this, I've always liked that time period. Yeah, this is this is in sure. that uh, Three Kingdoms time period. The Han Dynasty is in ruins. Um, Okay. Emperor's kidnapped. But yeah, it's it's fun. Sweet. Sounds fun. Uh, I also bought... Uh, well, I have had Elite Dangerous on multiple platforms. Now I have it on PC and I'm playing it with a HOTAS controller. Uh, you might know it as a flight stick and a thrust stick and all that. You know, it's it's the two sticks. The one for thrust, the other one for steering. And yeah, I'm 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 doing sp- some space trucking. Nice with that controller, and it is really good. Uh, have a lot of good control with that. Does the game feel better oh, with yeah. that? It feels so cool. much better. Um, Sweet. Yeah, you. There's only so much you can do with a gamepad. You have your sticks, you have your thumbs, and your and your fingers. But like having your hand on the on the sticks with the buttons in reach. And yeah, it's it's good. I have the cool thing on my on my uh on one of my sticks where I it's it's a safety. I can flip that off and then deploy my hard points with the button underneath and then start shooting. Ooh. It's good. Oh god. Right on. Yeah, it it's really good. Um I guess the only step forward I could take from here is to play that game in VR, which is available Ooh. on PC. I'm not sure if I don't think the PlayStation version is VR compatible yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's a fun game. Man, what else have I been playing? Shit. Uh, I know I ha- I know I have something that I'm forgetting about. Oh man, we talked about Doom. We talked about Call of Duty Apex. Uh, man, I you know what? I'm just going to leave it there, because if I'm not remembering it, it's probably not all that important to talk about. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, that that is the video games we've been playing. Now yeah. to talk about a video game we might have to, well, we will have to wait longer to play. Yep. And that is The Last of Us 2, or Last of Us Part 2, rather, uh, is being delayed indefinitely. Um, yeah. This is, like, the first major hit, I think, due to the coronavirus. Uh, it's going to be delayed uh, mostly for, I, I want to think, economic reasons. You know, not a lot of people, well, well a lot of people are out of a job right now. And to ask people yep. to spend $60 on a video game when, say, that $60 could uh, feed your family or, you know. There are other uses for money right now other than video games. And I guess releasing a $60 AAA game uh, at this time seemed like a bad idea. So they're, they're going to move the launch. They say the game is pretty much done. They're just wrapping it up. Um... But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it, look, it it sucks, uh, but it at the same time it 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 makes sense. There's also not a great retail structure right now either that that they could sell this game at. Um, it, you know, people can't really walk into a store and buy this game. I mean, some places are still doing some sort of curbside service, but still, I mean, it. it it limits that aspect, which is also important for them to have. Um, and I think they just want to hold this game until they can, you know, make more money selling it than they would right now. Even if it would still sell a lot of copies digitally and, and all that. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's not the right time. Um, and and I, I, I feel like People being mad about this, um, it just needs to just, they all need to calm down. Like, it's a business. They need to make money off of it. You will be able to play this game when it when when things are better. And who knows, when, it, when things do get better, you know, maybe that time of them announcing a release date to when it's actually releasing might be fairly short, potentially, if it's already done. Um... And they're just kind of sitting on the game. And, and I feel like the whole, all these conspiracy theories of how, like, oh, they weren't going to be done with the game anyways. They they weren't going to hit that May date. Like, just just stop. Yeah. The, you know, I, it's bigger than that. I guess one of the other takeaways I have from this is, yo, they crunched those, fuck, those, uh, those employees for no fucking reason. Yeah, there is that side for sure. And maybe uh maybe they can take a lesson to be like, "Hey, just, you know, don't kill your employees and release the game when it's done because Yeah. The shit like this can happen too. Like, why can't you just have conditions where your employees don't have to crunch for months or maybe even years on end?" Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is that. And I, I do feel bad for the employees at Naughty Dog that did put so much hard work and was excited for people to finally play this game. And now, you know, now it's just going to be longer. And who knows, who knows when that, when that will be. I mean, I don't even want to take a guess of, oh, will it be out this year or not? Because, you know, you just, we don't even know where this is all going to go. Um, 
but it, I mean it it as a fan it makes me very sad for sure because this is my my most anticipated game of this year and I definitely want to play it but you know there there is legitimate economic reasons to not ship a major game like this it's like you know all these movies coming out that have been delayed um and and they're not going to just release them digitally because you know they're they they wouldn't make as much money doing that way or doing that um and then same with music there was a bunch of albums that you know i was very excited for recently that just got delayed just because they can't even make the physical vinyls and cds and and in that industry vinyls and cds or especially cds just physical sales in general have completely plummeted uh compared to what they used to be and they go down year over year you know more and more people stream uh but they there's still a large chunk of money there that would be gone if they were to just put things out and then you also just don't have that and if even if you re-release it later there's just not that excitement there because oh maybe i already streamed that album or whatever it's just it you know you kind of have have to have it all at once and you know there's just not a not an infrastructure there and people also just even if you are in a position where you could spend money a lot of people don't want to spend money right now because they just don't there's so much uncertainty of what, where this could all go. So, yeah, and yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, yeah, you know, you know what this gives them time for. That backlog. No, you know what you know or, you know what this delay gives them time for. What factions multiplayer. <laughs> yeah maybe yeah yeah maybe maybe they'll be releasing the multiplayer all at the same time with it that could be cool yeah i don't Who know knows? It, that 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 was more of a joke than anything i i hope they're uh they're staying safe and yeah doing doing the right things um yeah uh also iron man vr delayed indefinitely as well yeah uh, i mean is Iron Man still hot right now? Yeah, I would say it probably is. Not not like it would have been at this time last year, for sure. I just feel like uh, the Iron longer that one gets delayed, the less people like give a shit because yeah. Iron Man is. Hey, Iron Man has been played and done, right? Uh, in pop culture so far, so. Yeah, so that I mean that's indefinitely re- uh, delayed. Uh, I I really don't think Ghost of Tsushima is coming out in June. Uh, I mean, there's still still time to figure that out for sure, and, and you never know. But I, I would be shocked. And at this point, it you know there was already a clear path that Sony had into the PlayStation Five. They wanted to get The Last of Us Two out before it goes to Tsushima and you know the original delay of The Last of Us 2 pushed Ghost of Tsushima even further so now what happens you know now it gets a little weird um, logistically there but then also you just get to the bigger question of I, I still don't understand 
how these consoles are going to come out this year. And it's not even a manufacturing thing at this point. I feel like it's just more more globally. Like, people just will not want to drop $500 for a brand new box to play video games on. Some will, but I feel like a lot of people might not want to or even have the luxury to do that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I feel like across the entertainment industry, it's going to be... Uh, very slim through through this year. Um, there's, you just can't expect people to come out and like. It, this is going to affect sports as well. Um, you can't yep. expect people to pay those same high ticket prices for shit. Like, yep. it's you, you kind like these companies kind of have to read the room a bit and be like, yo, uh, people just don't have the money right now. Um, so. Maybe, yeah, I, I, I just don't think we can, we can expect a five hundred or more dollar console releasing this year. It's just, yeah, it isn't, it isn't a smart thing to do. And if it does happen, like, it's gonna come out like a wet fart. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And in in a launch is so important. Like you you can't really relaunch a console. You know, it, it just it'll it takes such tremendous effort. I mean, I know Sony in a way definitely uh, made that their lost ground back up with PlayStation Three eventually um, of having a bad launch. But you know, look at the Xbox One. I mean, that's been a successful console, but nowhere near you know that that launch fucked that system from the start, and it never got to where it potentially could have been, and definitely not to where the PlayStation Four got. So, launching is just so important, and if people don't have, don't have the money to spend on it, and, and you know, regardless of manufacturing, it's just I feel like it's going to be difficult to sell those. And I know, like uh, IGN had a pretty interesting interview with Phil Spencer about the Xbox Series X, and they said, you know, he said they have like no Plan B right now. And I'm like, uh. I feel like you should think of one, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you, you're a smarter business guy than me, but, you know, things don't seem too great right now. And even if, you know, manufacturing plants in China are starting to come back online and all this stuff, it, there's a lot more at play than just that. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I feel like you might want to think about that a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see. Alrighty, well... Yeah, it's... It, the last thing I'll say is Final Fantasy VII Remake coming out uh, this coming week is definitely going to be the last uh, major AAA release, I feel, for a little while. Until this gets better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be... You know, I still feel like there's going to be indie games coming out and all this stuff. Um, it's not like games are going to completely stop, but... You know, when when you when it comes to big games like this, and I, you know, you, this is going to happen more the longer this goes, and um, yeah, in 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 Final Fantasy VII, Resident Evil Three, what you know, Doom, whatever. I feel like those games are coming out because they were done, and they had those discs manufactured and all that. Uh, but there's still, you know, there's still difficulties with selling those games. Yeah, and right like, now too. Yeah, especially we talked about it last week. Uh, physical copies of Final Fantasy VII were being shipped out early, and it already came out in Australia now. Yep. Oh, 
Excuse me. Oh, God. Got those allergies. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Yeah, Let, let's uh, get all of this coronavirus news out of the way here. At the start. Yeah. Uh, so E3, obviously canceled this year. Guess what? There are dates for E3 2021. And it, okay. it is a reimagined E3. AKA E3 2020. Yeah, reimagine what that should have been. <laughs> uh, but yeah, June 15th through the 17th, like, not a surprise there. Those are the dates. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be shocked. And if, if it, even if it does happen, I just feel like it's going to be a dramatically different show because I'm so curious about what's going to happen this summer with. You know, Microsoft, Ubisoft saying, you know, they, they're going to do digital events. And I'm just so curious how well that'll go over for them. And if they will go, fuck it, we don't need this shit. So, Yeah, uh, I guess along with this for talking about digital events this year, uh, Bethesda has said it is not going to have a digital uh, event to replace the E3 show that they were going to do. Uh, they've also canceled QuakeCon this year. Um, yep. So yeah, it's yeah. I guess I guess they're going to uh, offer a different strategy of maybe uh, showing stuff off as it's available. Yeah, which that you know that that makes sense too. Um, in in you know working from home is changing how these studios are doing a lot of things right now. So, um, you know, might not be the best. You know, if, if it's not going to be ready, it's not going to be ready. And and this has definitely affected so many different things that, yeah, just show it off if when, when whenever you can. You know, and it could be a way for them, Bethesda, to maybe uh, at least just to, if you're just talking about video games, just be in the conversation a little bit more if they're showing off one of their games every two or three months. Um you know, like here's a here's a new look at Deathloop. Here's a new look at Ghostwire Tokyo, and oh, here's a trailer for Starfield. I don't fucking know. Uh, but here's Todd Howard telling you about Starfield uh, from yeah. from his home office. Yep, <laughs> it'll work, guys. I promise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it makes sense for sure. It's it's a different year. I don't think they should force it. And to be honest with you, a couple of the most recent years for Bethesda felt a little forced. Mm-hmm. Like they felt like they just... It, it, it felt like they were just doing a conference to have a conference. And so many of the things that they talk about, too, are like, here's the next expansion for Elder Scrolls Legends. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, cool, you know. This could have just been a press release thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember Rage Two? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, I actually had I actually had that game pop in my mind the other day, and I'm like, oh god, what an awful game! It's like a bad Far Cry. I mean, yeah. I mean, an even worse Far Cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you think about how far that series has fallen, yeah. Mm. All right, let's talk about other things, like events. The Apex Legends event, the old ways, 
a bloodhound centered event there was a there was a trailer a bloodhound trailer put out there it was pretty cool um and yeah let's see there there are monsters on the map there's going oh. to be a permanent duos mode okay uh yeah it's yeah I guess this event is going to feature monster, dangerous monsters that you can fight for high tier loot. Uh, yeah, I. That's neat. That's a neat idea. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, April seventh. That's when that's gonna. That's the sweet shit. That's that. That's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah that's that's soon. A, a permanent duos mode. I like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because. Uh, like last night when we were playing, there was that match where we landed at the epicenter, I think, and and you and I kind of wrecked some dudes, but our teammate wasn't there to really help us, and yeah, that wasn't mm-hmm. fun. Um, so maybe if that was duos, it may, maybe would have been. We would have had less people to deal with. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh yeah. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm down to to hop in on this. Yeah, check it out. Sounds interesting. Uh. Not as interesting for me. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered released. It's a one-month timed exclusive for PS4, which is really strange. Yeah. Like, I, I cannot uh, I cannot overstate how strange it is to have a timed exclusive for old content that is remastered. Uh, it's 100% strange. And it's to me, it. I would really wonder, you know, the statistics on this. Of you know, no one's going to want to buy. N- nobody's going to uh, be like, oh, I got to buy this on PlayStation Four if they're going to play this. Uh, if they've they've already played the game on PC or Xbox with their buddies, like it's just, it's just dumb. Yeah, it's so weird, man. It's twenty bucks. Uh, yeah. And you can go, go replay that if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does look good visually. Uh, a little bit better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, it's weird. Yeah, uh, and we've got an announcement, uh, a release date uh, for Minecraft Dungeons. It's going to be out on May twenty sixth. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. It's that dungeon crawler that kind of looked like Diablo in uh yep. in Minecraft. Uh yeah, I I'm looking forward to playing that. Yeah, yeah, this could definitely be a a fun thing to play. In May, this game was originally supposed to come out in April, but because of coronavirus and having to work from home and all that stuff kind of I guess slowed them down uh with getting the game finished. So, now we're going to get it in May. Yeah. Uh yeah, we'll 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 do some of that. Yeah. Uh all right, we all know money might be tight right now. So uh on the PlayStation store they've they've got a sale. The spring sale coming on. Up to fifty percent off on some video games. I'm gonna scroll all the way down to the bottom. There's there's a lot here. Uh yeah. Oh gosh, is oh wait, no, I accidentally scrolled down to movies. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh! movie? <laughs> uh, all right. All right. 
Let's see here. Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence is $20. And if you are, uh, you know, quarantined with with your loved one or whatever, uh, A Way Out is $15. And that's a, that's a fun time. <laughs> that's a fun couple hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've got Yakuza 6 for $15. Ooh. Man, I, I, shit, Yakuza 7 is probably going to get hit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um let's see here. An Assassin's Creed triple pack with Black Flag Union Syndicates thirty dollars. That is a lot of game. Um for that price. And Odyssey Ultimate Editions is thirty dollars. Holy moly. Uh there's never been a better time to uh play with your quarantined friends online. Uh, you can try out Warhammer Vermintide 2 for $15. It's the Left 4 Dead-like game in the Warhammer universe. All right. Uh, let's see here. Borderlands 3 is $30. We didn't talk about Randy. Oh, no, we didn't. We can save that for the end. Let, let's save that yeah. for the end. That, that's, okay. that's the thing All we right. can end on. There, yeah, there I'm going to go Gearbox. find that. Yeah, Gearbox story there. Um... Let's see here. Um, Code Vein is $36 if you want a Dark Souls sort of thing. Control Digital Deluxe Edition is $48. Not sure. I think that comes with the Season Pass. Yeah, I might have to. I, have, I still have Control laying around here. I might have to play that DLC. Yeah, I, I actually ended up getting me a cheap copy of that game so I can get the DLC. So I have it downloaded. I just haven't played it. Uncharted The Lost Looking Legacy is $15. Nice. Uh, good game to play with some local co-op or local multiplayer fun here is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled for $24. That's a good price there. Uh, Days Gone is $20. If you want a game that you might not complete by the end of your quarantine, uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition is $15. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot there. <laughs> so here's the one, one game in all the sale that I'm highly tempted Death Stranding is $30 oh that might be the right price but also thematically that's really fucked we're yeah. a delivery guy going out to give packages to people who are staying home because they don't want to be caught out yep <laughs> definitely so, I mean I guess another yeah. questionable choice here is The Last of Us Remastered for $15 hmm I don't think I'd want to play The Last of Us right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a stressful game to play right now. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is $40. Uh, let's see here. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition for $14. Mm. God of War 2018 is $15. Damn, that's a good price for that game. If you thought $40 was too much to pay for Cool Tetris, it's $20 now. You can play Cool Tetris. Tetris effects. All right. <laughs> nice. Uh, if you want a game that there is a lot of game, especially on the online side, Grand Theft Auto V is $15. Oh, yeah. Huh. Hey, if you want to keep that on the NPD list. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for $36. I had meant to borrow that game for you, and I guess that's going to have to wait for a while. Yeah, I mean, I could always mail it to you. <laughs> but then it has I to guess. go through the mail system. More people are touching it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see here. Greed Falls, $25 if you want a Dragon Age-like RPG. Mm. Uh, if... Now, there's never been a better time to get good at fighting games. Uh, Soul Calibur Six is $15. Ooh, there you go. Let's see here. Another 2020 release, Journey to the Savage Planet. It's $18. Rocket League is and 10 bucks. Now, there is never a better time than now if you are uh, inside looking for something on sale, something something uh new how about you get caught up on some kingdom hearts with the all-in-one package for 30 dollars oh, originally 99.99 shit! <laughs> you could really ruin your life yeah <laughs> but but hey mm. there you go speaking of ruining your life you could play uh red dead redemption 2 ultimate edition for 40 dollars <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be that harsh, but I didn't (laughs) like that game as much as anyone else. Uh, Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, is $4. Holy moly. You can race around the world. Wow, shit, that's that's stolen from Shift F1. I can't do that. (laughs) Fuck. But there's a lot of racing in Project Cars, too. I've been playing it. It's $9. You can get nice. the deluxe deluxe edition for thirteen fifty. Damn, that's a pretty good price. Have you? Uh, do you no have care. Project Cars two yet? I do not. I might have to hop on it if it's nine bucks. Yeah, that's that's and pretty good. Then we can race. Yeah, in a, in in a true sim. I I mean I don't think I like Gran Turismo Sport, but now I've been that I've been playing even more, leaning towards the sim side of things. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, there's something, something fun about, you know, strategy and, and playing with your handling and all that stuff that is always good. Um, let's see here. Mortal Kombat 11, 24 bucks. You can explore the universe in No Man's Sky for twenty two fifty. Hmm. Pretty good. And uh, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, $27. Man, there's a lot of good games on sale. Yeah. Holy crap. Definitely go check that out on uh, the PlayStation Store. Again, it's called The Spring <coughs> Sale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get something cheap there. Uh, there are, however, still new games coming out this week. This might be the last week we actually go over this, maybe depending on what comes out. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of things here. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's get through this list. All right. Uh, first off is AFL Evolution 2 on PS4. What? Oh, uh, is that Arena is... Football League? Okay. I guess so. That's what I was going to wonder or ask. So yeah, seems like an Arena Football League game. Huh. Okay. Uh, Below. I've heard about Below. Yeah. Is, mm, okay, I'll actually read this one out. Explore, survive, discover what lies below in this brooding atmospheric dungeon crawler. 
below presents a vast underworld of ever-shifting labyrinths where deadly monstrosities, cunning traps, and a shadowy presence lurk in every passage. What lies yeah, below? I'm pretty sure. Only the pretty sure this is um, from Capybara Games. Yeah. Huh. Man. They used to link these in, in this article here. They used to link you to the store page, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Calms me up. Uh, Capybara, they made Grindstone, Super Time Force Ultra. Okay. Hmm. And Clash of Heroes. So, yeah, they've, they've made some stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bipped? Biped, I believe it's called. Biped. Oh, okay. Biped. All right. That's on PS4. It's a physics-based 3D co-op action adventure game with a strong focus on moment-to-moment collaboration between two players. All right. Uh, we've got the Brave Land trilogy, which I assume is three games. That's what I would assume. <laughs> Tyler, come on. Yeah. <laughs> we know you're yeah. working from home, but do you really yeah. want to work from home? Yeah, maybe, maybe I could. Uh, Construction Simulator 3 uh, returns to Europe. Discover an idyllic European town with officially licensed vehicle and famous brands. Great. Oh, boy. Uh, next up is Convoy, a tactical roguelike. I don't have to read that. You probably know what that is. Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine <laughs> a game kind of like Into the Breach. Yeah. Uh, Disaster Report 4, Summer Memories. Oh, God. PS4... Digital and retail, which is interesting. Uh, I'm going to read this one because this seems interesting. A calm summer day turns into catastrophe when a massive earthquake strikes the city, uh, throwing buildings and lives into chaos. In order to survive, you must navigate familiar locations under unfamiliar circumstances. The fellow survivors you meet in crucial decisions you make will ultimately determine how your journey through this crisis will end. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is out uh, this Friday, I believe. Yep. A spectacular reimagining of one of the most visionary games ever. Final Fantasy VII Remake rebuilds and expands the legendary RPG for today. The first entry in a multi-part saga delivering a level of depth inconceivable for the original. Mind-blowing story, unforgettable characters, epic battles, and technical excellence collide. I'm very excited to play this. Want to swing that big sword? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Next up is Form, PlayStation VR. All right. Uh, Enter a surreal adventure where puzzles are built from dreams and memories. Okay. Ugh. All right, Galaxy of Pen and Paper Plus One Edition. Uh, it's like some sort of RPG. Yeah. Uh, Null Drifter on PS4. Blast into a one-bit lo-fi simulation that will gradually train your skills up to become the ultimate space fighter pilot. It's a twin-stick shooter. All right, there's another VR game, A Room Where Art Conceals. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Rush Rover on PS4 and Vita. Uh, Cross by 2D top down shooter. Tyler, the hidden gem okay. that I didn't realize was coming out this week. 
Oh boy. Sharknado VR, Eye of the Storm. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to read this one because it's so dumb. <laughs> Fight your way through swarms of hungry flying sharks in Sharknado VR. Slice them with the chainsaw, shred them with machine guns, or explode them with an R- with the RPG. Can you survive the Sharknado? Oh my goodness. Uh, is troubleshooter. That what, is that what happens in those movies? Yeah, pretty much. I haven't seen them, but I'm pretty sure that's how they go. I might have to watch one of those. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like four or five of them. Uh, let's see, Troubleshooter on PS4 is the last game. Why did dinosaurs go extinct? Bad weather, meteors, or because of a maniac with rainbow hair? Who knows? Troubleshooter is a top-down arcade shooter. Where you're fighting endless waves of unsuspecting dinosaurs. What the fuck? That just seems awful, man. Even these dinosaurs just... Oh my gosh. They all look the same except different colors. Oh, God. Yeah. No. That's horrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah. I am trying to find this story. It might be best if I just go to uh, one Jason Trier's Twitter to find this thing about Randy Pitchford. Uh, yeah. Because I know it's on Kotaku, but Kotaku publishes so much stuff, it's it's hard to get through all of the pages. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Let me just go to his profile. Yeah, but there's there's a Randy can't stay out of the news. Uh, all right. Here I have it. I'm gonna drop that into the document as soon as it lets me. But man, uh, here, paste it right there. You see it. But there's it's not good news. If any of y'all were wondering. Uh, whenever Randy yeah. Pitchford is involved. Uh, <laughs> the headline here from Kotaku. Despite huge sales, Borderlands 3 developers are getting stiffed on bonuses. Uh, and in this article it explains that uh, Gearbox pays less than the industry average uh, to their developers. Uh, and in return they offer a 60-40 profit sharing um, where 60% goes back to the company and the owners, and 40% is distributed to the employees. Um, so, yeah, that's how they compensate folks for taking less money than they would make anywhere else. Uh, they get bonuses, except when yeah. they don't, or when those bonuses are not as much as they'd expect. Um so here from the article in a meeting yesterday gearbox boss brandy pitchford told employees that borderlands three bonus checks would be significantly lower than they hoped according to three people who were present he said the game had been more expensive than expected and the company had grown significantly larger than it had been in the past and their sales projections have been off base uh see all right I'm going to scroll down here. Pitchford also told Gearbox developers that if they were unhappy with the royalty system, they were welcome to quit. <laughs> but hey, Randy Pitchford, I think uh, a couple years ago, took a $12 million bonus for nothing. Yeah. Because why not? In 2016, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, now the employees can't get the bonuses that were projected. Um, of course, the owners are probably going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Randy Pitchford sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a not a great thing. Uh, apparently, this game cost $140 million to make. It's a lot of money for a video game. Holy moly. Um, and, you know, it's it's just one thing to, you know, you know, 2K touted that lifetime unit sales are to be a record for the series. Like, this game has sold very, very well. And um, to not share that back with the employees when uh, you're told that and when they've done it before. Um, Just reading here in Jason's article, when 2012's Massive Borderlands 2 came out, many Gearbox workers made enough money to buy houses. Yeah. uh, It just... Yeah, and, you know, personally, I I find this whole thing gross. Like, 40% of the profits are distributed. And 60% go back to the company and the owners, which is a smaller group of people, so on average they get even more money. And then, yeah, it just seems very unfair for that. Like, even with the profit-sharing scheme they have, even if the game did do well enough that that the bonuses were adequate, it still seems pretty fucked that, you know, less people get a bigger share of the profit I don't know. It just it, and when like the game is made by these employees, they aren't made by the owners. The owners don't fucking make these games. Yep. They just take cut and take an even bigger cut than what. Yeah. It. It just feels gross. I don't feel like Gearbox is run very well. I don't think it has been run very well. I think, you know, Randy Pitchford. <laughs> I don't think Randy Pitchford would cut it at a publicly owned company. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, it just—I agree with you on that. It, it's the—it's the not the owners that are really crunching to make this game and make it a success uh, and make it something that fans really like. It's you know, it, I'm not saying the owners don't do anything, but I think that that's a little fucked up um but you know if the, if the game doesn't make enough money it doesn't make enough money but at the same time like when you're paying like feel... it it just feels extra gross that like they're paying employees a less lesser salary uh, and yeah. they're they're having this expectation that that's going to be made up by uh the sales of of the game and it's not their fault at all that that game didn't like meet their expectations and it, even in the story, it says that their projections were way off. Right. Like, and that's not their fault. Yeah, that's that's more on management and upper uh, people at the company. And yeah, it's it's a little gross. And at the same time, like if you're two K or, or Gearbox, like don't don't uh, tout how many sales you have if and get people excited that. You know, they're going to uh, get a big bonus when they aren't going to. That's not good messaging. Yeah, and uh, I just don't <laughs> think the whole practice of uh, 
hiring folks at a lesser salary on the promise of bonuses making up for it is that's not a very good way to run anything it's not i I mean i i can get it in 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 the fact of um you know maybe it makes your studio want to be more successful because they know what's coming down the pipe if they are successful but it's you're banking on that yeah but even like, it, it might not happen i'm not even sure if that mentality is valid because like people aren't going to just go to work there and try to fail like if if yeah. this isn't the case like people are going generally will work and want to be successful because it's it's a thing they're making and they want to take pride in the thing they're making yeah um, like to pay them less and ha- add that extra stress of uh, we need to make this game the best damn thing possible, so we make all the m- we make as much money as possible. It's yeah, I don't know. I I generally uh, think that Gearbox is probably one of the well at, that we know of one of the worst run shops out there. Yeah, and and, and at the same time too with you know. The employees could come to work every day, work their ass off, and make an awesome game. But what if it just doesn't sell? Or what if they what if they decide that they want to leave and they work like and right. once like say someone who's pretty much done with the game decide they want to go work somewhere else, uh, but the other like they aren't there for the launch of the game, or like what if they leave? After the game is launched, do they still get their bonus? Like, what? What's the whole situation with that? It's it, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, not, not not the greatest. Yeah, I'm gonna. Hmm. I'm I'm curious. I think someone took Randy Pitchard's phone away. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go look look him up real quick. Because I haven't seen him explode. Maybe they, maybe they finally found a way to take to take away his. Oh, no, nope. He's he's tweeted. Nope, nope. He is he is definitely blowing up on people about this. Oh, oh. God. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. They should. Yep. You know what? Fuck him. I'm going to say it right here. Fuck him. Fuck him. You don't have to say it. I'm, I personally am going to say, Randy Pitchard, fuck off. You, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> God. Be in such a position of power and to be such a petty little shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. All right, well... On that note, I guess it's time to end the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I guess I, I kind of remember how to do this. Uh, yeah, we're going to do this show as as uh, we can. Uh, we're, of course, we've been Skyping the past couple of weeks due to schedules, but also, like, you know, my, maybe it's a good idea to, you know, do this over the Internet rather than get in the same room. Right. Uh, because you know you don't know with this thing, people could be carriers and not know it. Uh, but yeah, well you 
can get in contact with us, not physically. Please stay away. Uh, wash your hands and all that. Um, but you can send us emails if you'd like. Uh, that's PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. Send us tweets at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, and share us with your friends. Uh, you can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Uh, Tyler, I heard you recorded something over the internet. Yeah, so I did not know that uh, you can record Skype calls and you know record the other person's audio, and it'll kind of like put the videos together, oh. like the video feeds. So. That's that's what we ended up doing. I gotta edit them together, but I think it, I think it worked out pretty well. So, all right, that's pretty neat. All yeah. right, we'll we'll be back next week uh, with another show. Uh, I imagine we'll talk a little bit about that Final Fantasy VII if we get around to it. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, maybe we can do some spoilery stuff on Doom Eternal. Oh yes. Maybe. Oh yes. Let's try to finish it. Yeah, you should do that. I think you're maybe... You're probably three hours away from the end. Alright. Sounds good. Alrighty, well, until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and... See you later, cool cats and kittens. God damn it. (laughs) 